Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You will recall that I was very excited about the enforcement that was going to happen uh, on Bourbon Street and throughout the French Quarter. It was announced by the Cantrell administration and actions speak louder than words. And obviously there seems to have been a lot of action. We'll talk about some of this with Raphael Goinecci as well in the 11 o'clock hour as it relates to gun seizures. And uh, we'll talk about the follow-up, some good misdemeanor felony arrest. The follow-up, that is, is relative to whether or not the DA is going to present these cases. And we'll talk about that. One of the other byproducts, though, of this was over the weekend, I typically visit a number of... uh, newspapers across the country that I don't get a chance to kind of look at um, during the week as much. Uh, Just not enough time and too many, quite frankly. Well, I came across an an article that was posted the other day um, in the Miami Herald, and it talks about the number of snakes that were confiscated by the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries during the Mardi Gras season in the French Quarter. Kind of struck me. Because I hadn't really seen much here locally reported on it, although it has been reported. Um, But it gives you a good indication of what happens to the way people view us here, as you know, with this culture of noncompliance that we experience and how it's talked about around the country. So the article appears in the Miami Herald, and the headline is 14-foot snake among creatures rounded up in Mardi Gras crackdown, officials say. Well, it's true. A 14-foot python was found with a person wandering through the French Quarter uh, ahead of Mardi Gras, and uh, they were able to seize uh, that, um, that python uh, but that wasn't all that they seized. In fact, they seized, I think it was five pythons in the French Quarter during Mardi Gras. A 14 and a half foot reticulated python, which is a constrictor snake, a three foot Burmese python, another three foot ball python, and two other pythons were uh, confiscated by the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. A 10-foot python uh, uh, as well was confiscated due to its size. So it gives you an indication of what's actually happening down there. If you give an inch, they take a foot. 
this is comes on the heels of having confiscated uh, a snake several weeks back. You will recall that we talked about this on the show. It didn't seem, though, to discourage others from coming to the French Quarter and able to show off their wares, in this case, a snake. Uh, and that's why I've always said that unless you do continued and repeated enforcement there to send a message that you are actually serious about doing this, nothing will happen. Is there a worse time to bring snakes of this type, especially constrictor snakes, to an area in the city that has a lot of people visiting there? They also uh, confiscated a, um, a possum was in the basket of a bicycle as that individual was riding around. One of the snakes that they uh, confiscated, the owner threw the snake down on the ground and ran off. And the wildlife agents had to gather it up and, and, and take care uh, of that snake as well. But this gets reported across the country, this, this kind of behavior. And this is just one example that's emblematic of setting the tone uh, that we work so hard to make sure that we're doing the right thing as it re- so so that we can increase the amount of tourism uh, numbers and the tourists that come to this city, that we provide a safe and secure area. Um, you know, the gun numbers, although uh, reason to celebrate, but concerning as well, because these numbers get reported across the country of the number of guns that are seized in the French Quarter. And again, unless you are repeatedly out there enforcing these laws, beating back this culture of noncompliance, you're not going to turn the tide as it relates to these types of articles that are appearing in major periodicals and newspapers across the country. And the snake is just an example of what happens and how it gets reported so congratulations to not only the Cantrell administration the New Orleans City Council uh, uh, Freddie King uh, the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Uh, there's this has been a concerted collaborative effort uh, being in the quarter enforcing the rules making sure that everyone is doing what they're supposed to be doing and they they don't turn this into a complete it show. And we beat back this culture of noncompliance. Now, hopefully, they're going to prosecute some of these people. And the same holds true with these guns. It's one thing to ask officers to go out there and risk their lives in order to confiscate weaponry in that kind of environment can be very, very difficult. And I suspect that most of these cases are good cases, but a police officer's arrest is only as good as a DA's prosecution. We remember what happened last year, where Emily Ma just willy-nilly started letting people walk as it related to these gun crimes. Obviously, she did not think that it was important enough to really enforce the law and send a message. I think the DA's perspective has changed on that, and thankfully it's changed on a number of things. I I know that, you know, as a George Soros-backed candidate, 
A lot of people have been really uneasy as it relates to a lot of his policies. It seems as though he's changed. He's had to look victims in the eye. He himself and his mother, a victim. It's a very eye-opening experience when you sit across the table from a victim and they recount the horrific nature of the crime. You begin to wonder and look at yourself critically in the mirror to gain a better understanding whether or not your ideological bent is the appropriate one here. You're going to see a lot of bills in this special session on crime that kind of deal with some of the same issues. There's some things that just rub people wrong, that just don't make any sense. So, for example, a number of felons can serve just roughly a third of their sentence. Why, you may ask. Is there or are there conditions attached to that to be able to walk? It would seem to me that there should be. If you don't have a GED, you should not be able to walk unless you gain a GED. Where you educate yourself, you put yourself in a better position to succeed and rehabilitate oneself in order to attack the recidivism rate that we have in this state. That should be the goal all the time. You should not be able to achieve certain things without proving to the system, proving to the citizens of the state of Louisiana, that one is willing to go the extra mile to put themselves in a better position than in the position that they arrived in that incarceral state. Without those, what is truly the benefit to the community at large? It's hard to find one. And that's why there's this immediate pushback, not only in this state, but in a number of states across the country. Hopefully, we're going to have a robust conversation. Our intent on this show, and this is how we're going to uh, deal with this, is we're going to talk to Rafael Goinecci about some of this today. We're also going to talk uh, to Debbie Villio, um, who is a Jefferson Parish representative who will be carrying a number of these bills for the um, Landry administration. I texted with her um, over the weekend, and, and uh, she has agreed to come on the show to talk about this later on in, in the week as they kind of move through getting the bills introduced and assigned to committees, and they start their hearings on a number of these bills. Tomorrow we're going to start the conversation uh, with a little bit of a different perspective, a former state representative, independent representative Joseph Marino. is a lawyer. He's a criminal defense lawyer who played a critical role in the development of criminal justice reformation. And we'll talk about the process that they went through and why and what some of the practical considerations should be as we move to kind of change some of what was previously passed and some of which quite frankly in some respects has not yielded the results that folks had promised nor will they and the problems of taking the benefit of alleged savings of incarceration and utilizing it to fund and finance alternatives to incarceration and how that actually worked out and how does that reveal itself. 
All of these are important issues. The other important issue that everyone should keep in mind, it's one thing to increase sentencing guidelines on crimes. It's another thing to increase the number of incarcerations that could potentially take place by creating new crimes. None of this leads to any measurable results unless there are incarceral beds to put these folks in. Right now, the Louisiana Department of Corrections has a human capital problem. They're understaffed. There are a number of wings and a number of prisons that are not operational because they just don't have the staff to open them. So it's one thing to talk about these measures. It's another thing about putting them into operation where they're actually going to mean something. And nothing impacts this more than what is referred to as truth in sentencing. Truth in sentencing, when it first came up and we had a, um, a, a prison population issue where we had no available beds, and we began to talk about truth in sentencing, the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office then was one of the few agencies that actually testified against it because they recognized that there would be too much of a competition for a limited asset. There weren't enough incarceration beds available. And we asked of the legislature then, and it's something that the legislature should, con- could, should consider now, is making sure that there's availability of beds for the impact criminal from every parish and not just all. Because once we reach the max, that's where the rubber meets the road. Who do we let in and who stays out? And who backs up into local parish jails where there are no or little rehabilitative programs available? How do we assess these individuals? How do we get the biggest bang for our buck throughout the system, both vertically and horizontally? It's not just about locking folks up. There has to be a much more meaningful approach to this situation because every day, for example, when I was sheriff in Jefferson Parish, every month 100 inmates came back to Jefferson Parish rolling out of DOC. So recidivism should be a serious consideration in what we're doing to beat back those numbers. There, there is a need for reentry, no doubt about it. Especially when you look at violent crime, more often than not, there's a component of a drug addiction or drug use. And unless we deal with those underlying issues, when they come back out, they're going to be looking for the high of the drug, not the high of, of life without any tools necessary to make sure that they're going to stay out of jail. We have a very high recidivism rate in this state. And one of the reasons is, is that we have BSed people into believing that alternatives to incarceration are cheaper than incarceration. They are if you don't do them appropriately. 
They're not if you do what's necessary with the follow-through and the follow-up and the resources that are needed. And when you go to other states and look at those that are successful, that is what you're going to find. A funding source that makes sense to ensure that there will be a level of success as a result of that incarceration, the rehabilitative effort, and the reentry effort into back into our communities. If you short sell one, you will never achieve what you hope to achieve, in one man's opinion. We'll be right back. We'll visit with Dr. Charles Preston relative to St. Tammany Parish Coroner-elect Christopher Tate. We'll be stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 